Welcome to Life is a Journey, Detours Included. Hi, I'm Rev. Janice Chrysler and I am excited to be sharing this time with you, where together we will explore the journey of the soul. What if we were to take a detour down a road less traveled, one called past lives? What experiences would we uncover there? Would these stories trigger something in your own cell memory? Come along with me as together we discover Life is a Journey, Detours Included. Welcome to Life is a Journey, Detours Included. Episode 5, Help! My map is outdated, now what? Do you remember back in the day when we used actual road maps or even when GPSs first came out? You would pull out the map from the glove box of your car and carefully outline your route in a red marker or pen just so it would be easy to see. You might even highlight spots along the way you wanted to visit. There, you would smile, fold the map back up. Hmm, thinking back about folding up a road map makes me think that's the reason GPS has become so popular. But I digress. And it would make you feel very confident. You were ready for the trip. The day comes, you load up the car and you have the map beside you. One last look and off you go. Then it happens. Traffic lights and road signs appear in places where there wasn't even an intersection before. A new subdivision has magically sprung up in the middle of nowhere or even a whole new highway lays before you. It isn't on the map or in the GPS. You never thought to update, and here you are, sitting in what you thought would be familiar ground with a laid-out plan on how to reach your destination. Now what? Life can certainly be like that, too. Just when you, we feel we have everything under control, laid out and organized, wham! Something drops in, falls out, or moves apart or to disrupt everything. At times like this, we may feel it would be so much better if things did not change, or at least if they did, it was under our control. But would it really be better? Or do we have more control over the situation than we realize? What if those detours and distractions were offering us opportunities that perhaps we would never think of otherwise? How we deal with the unexpected often depends on our personality and our outlook on life in general. If we are ones who are always looking at the negative and downside of things, unfortunately that is all we will see in our lives. It is far easier to fall into the victim mode than it is to do the work to pull ourselves back on course. As a victim, we would be opening ourselves up to only expect the bad things in life to come our way and in doing so eventually believing we only deserve such things. Remember the energy we put out is what is attracted back to us. It is hard to find our joy if we are always covering it up with misery and anxiety. What if we are willing to accept the present situation and allow ourselves to gather strength from within and around us in order to move forward in a positive light? The first step is believing that we are worthy and entitled to joy and happiness and pleasure in our lives. This does not mean that unpleasant trees do not befall us. Oh no, there is no escape from the world around us, but we do have the ability to control our thoughts and actions. Having a willingness to change course when needed will be what makes this journey so much easier. 
we will all go through suffering of one form or another and experience it in various degrees. Whether it's grieving over the loss of a loved one, being sick ourselves, having financial losses, losing a job, a worldwide pandemic, or something as simple and frustrating as constantly losing the remote, we truly do have control over how this makes us feel and how we choose to react to the situation. After all, we are spiritual beings here to have a human experience, and that means everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as allowing the beauty of the flowers in springtime, the warmth of the sun, and the energy of the moon to bring us pleasure and gratitude. However, we may find it difficult to move forward on our own. In these times, we benefit from a listening ear of a friend or counselor who are willing to hold space for us while we speak, or sometimes a place to sit in silence. To allow this to happen, we often will need to set our ego aside so we can simply be in the moment and find our own inner peace. Too many times we attempt to cram, jam, and shove all our emotions and experiences into our mind closet and then slamming the door. Forgetting about things does not make them disappear. Unfortunately, what will happen is that door will come crashing open and we will be in quite a mess. Along our journey, we have opportunities to make changes, but again, it lies in our hands. It starts with our mindset and then a willingness to do the work to make the changes. How can a past life regression help with this? By reviewing a life lived, we can observe how our actions created our reality. We also have the ability to objectively analyze the other options that we could have taken and what their results may have been. Then we can take a look at our own life today at this moment and find where this could apply. Often there are patterns we are repeating such as the people we associate with, the places we live, the way we think about ourselves and others just to name a few. It is as though we are attempting to use the old map that was never updated to get to our destination. We keep getting lost, turned around, and sidetracked. Things have changed since the last time we were here, and now we have to decide if we allow our ego to keep us going in circles, too stubborn to change, or if we will continue to use our intuition and hindsight to plot out a new route. If we never learn from our past, we will continue to do the same thing over and over. You know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. When we are able to view one or two lifetimes, we can then see the patterns and perhaps the lessons that we'll, we still need to learn. It is not always easy to admit who we once were, but if we can, we can then use that information to get back on track. As with everything else, we can choose whether or not to use the information gained through hypnosis or to leave it buried. I had one client, I'll call her Tammy, who had two noticeably clear past lives recalled during hypnosis. There were lessons to be applied today, but she refused to see that she was anything like her past self. Let's take a look at her story and see if you can identify the lessons these two lives were showing her. 
Before I go any further, I want to take a moment to thank you for joining me. Over the next few episodes, I will be sharing with you experiences of my own and those of friends and clients who have had a journey of the soul session. We will look at what brought them to me to uncover the past, and most importantly, the benefits from learning more about their own soul's journey. Would you like to learn more about Mindful Journey services and products? I invite you to visit my website, www.mindfuljourney.ca. While there, why not book your own Journey of the Soul session or order through Amazon.ca or Amazon.com my books, Make It Happen, Motivation, Meditation and Manifestation, or my newly released Sally's Closet, A Story of Secrets, Sadness and Self-Discovery. Now back to Life is a Journey, Detours Included. It is hard to say what Tammy expected to learn through her past life regression other than simply to see if she was able to experience anything at all. Prior to coming for her appointment, Tammy contacted me a few times, both by email and phone, to make sure I was able to perform the hypnosis, even sending me information on how to conduct a session. I assured her I knew how to conduct a session and everything would be just fine. Upon her arrival, it took a few moments for Tammy to get comfortable, but soon we were all set to move forward. Tammy, I said, we will begin with a relaxation process using deep breathing that will help you to go in hypnosis. Are you ready? Well, Tammy closed her eyes and we began with the body relaxation and she easily went into hypnosis. As always, I asked her to tell me whatever she experienced not trying to analyze or control the process. She struggled at first, as I could tell she was trying to control what came to her, but finally she gave in and started revealing what was coming into her mind. We had to slow things down, actually, because she began to see more than one lifetime. They were all coming through very quickly. Just breathe in and focus now on the lifetime related to any issues you may have in this lifetime and can be beneficial for you to view. Remember, you are the observer, not reliving it. Tammy started, I am a well-educated man of high standing in the community. I see myself very well-dressed. I have a walking stick and a top hat. Can you tell me what you were doing at this moment in time you have been taken to? I asked. I'm going into an office building on business, I think. I am going to see a lawyer. I'm happy about it. I feel it's some form of business transaction. Tammy smiles. Are you about to see where you live? Tammy takes a moment then states, I am not sure where it is, but I live most comfortably. Does anyone live with you? Oh, I have a wife. She has dark hair. We have a child together. Are you two happy together, I ask. Tammy hesitates and answers, I don't really feel anything one way or the other. It is more a marriage of convenience. I am more interested in making money. Her expression changes. What is happening? I got greedy and kept wanting too much. I was buying up land. I didn't care how I got it or who I hurt. It caught up with me. 
Move ahead in that lifetime to see how this goes for you, I instructed. Tammy states, I end up losing everything. I grow old, live alone, living in a dark and depressing place. I work doing bookkeeping or some form of books. How do you feel now? I have given up and given into the fact this is my lot in life. I don't try to change anything. Tammy went quickly into another lifetime, which appears to be a life just before this one. She is a man again in this lifetime. I am a wealthy man living in England. I know I'm important and of the higher class. And how do you earn your living in this lifetime? Tammy replies, I buy up people's land. I seek out those who are down and out and have no option but to sell. I buy their land really cheap, then throw them out into the streets. I don't seem to care how it affects them as long as I get what I want. Is this all done legally, I ask? Tammy says, yes and no. It is all very underhanded and rides that gray area a lot when it comes to the law, but I know these people cannot afford to fight me. I take advantage of them. I do things my way. Are you with anyone in this life? Any children? I inquired. No. After a while, no one likes me because I do too many underhanded things and the way I treat people. I live alone. Can you see how you died in that lifetime? All alone. I was old, alone, and miserable. No family around me. After I brought Tammy out of the hypnosis, we talked about these two lifetimes and how similar they were. At first, Tammy didn't want to believe they could possibly be her as she didn't feel she was anything like these two men. She even was trying to fit the lives around someone else in her life, controlling the experience. Well, what did the two lives have in common with each other and with Tammy's life today? In both lives, she was someone who had status, power, and wealth. She enjoyed this, as it meant she had control. In those lives, she felt the more control she had over her own life, in this case through her wealth, the better she would feel. Greed moved in and compassion moved out. In the first life, there was a wife and child, but the money and how they looked in society came first. In the end, everything was lost. He no doubt fell into the poor me scenario, blaming everyone and everything else for his situation. He failed to see his own lack of compassion when dealing with others, even his family. He was used to people coming to him, doing as he said, and doing little work to achieve what he desired. The following lifetime continued the same pattern. A man of high status, thinking only of what he wanted and not caring how he got it. He was willing to take advantage of people in poor situations with no regard on their well-being. In the end, he had no one. In both cases, they ended up dying alone, miserable, and no family or friends to be with them. So what was gained from their lives and what was lost? Two lifetimes strikingly similar, men with wealth and power wanting more wealth and power. They enjoyed having people wait on them, do their bidding, and they loved being in control. Perhaps in both cases what they really were seeking wasn't the money, but the happiness and the contentment they felt went along with it.
Maybe they thought they could buy things and people if they felt they needed them. They wanted a life where they could control it and never thought about giving back to those in need, resulting in a lack of compassion. Tammy thought about these things and wasn't sure how it applied to her. It was true Tammy wasn't what we would call wealthy in this day and age, but control was a big part of her life. When possible, Tammy liked to have people come to her, wait on her, go out of their way for her. She was never one to volunteer, offer to help, or go out of her way for others. Tammy felt compassion at times. She wasn't mean, but she didn't show it. She has found it easier to be the victim than doing the work to make changes. Definitely similarities and places where positive changes could be made. It would be up to Tammy now to see this pattern and find ways to make it different in this lifetime. Yes, trying to find our way using an outdated roadmap doesn't mean we will not reach our destination, but it will guarantee the trip will be filled with more anxiety and frustrating experiences. We would serve ourselves well if from time to time we slow down, stop, and regroup instead of stubbornly insisting on doing things the same way as we have always done them, especially those things carried over from a past life. For goodness sakes, just stop and ask directions. It is okay to throw out the old map altogether and start fresh. When we find we are too tangled up in the past to let it go, guess what? That is the time we really, really need to let some stuff go. Excess baggage on a trip can be aggravating, and the same is true in our lives. Are we toting along negative memories, anger and regrets from our past? Isn't it time to cut the chains to these useless emotions so that we are free to discover the wonders of this moment instead? Why be weighed down with things that cannot be changed? Isn't it time to unpack those useless items to make room for the new souvenirs of this trip? 95% of our thoughts and ideas come from our past, this life and the cell memory of the past lives. All these neatly stored away in our subconscious mind, popping out every once in a while when triggered, most often without our realizing it. That only leaves 5% for new knowledge and observations. Doesn't it make sense then to clear out some of those old notions and directions to make more room for the new and improved ideas, or at least for the opportunity for new experiences to occur? In this way, we will discover what is true to us and travel a path we want and need to be on a more fulfilled purpose. Otherwise, we may find ourselves traveling down a road that was made by someone else and taking us on a trip we don't want to be on. Life is all about the experiences. To use our old map as a guide, learn from it and honor it, then take a deep breath. Pull out our own map, chart our own course, have the mindset that we are willing to make changes where needed and get ready to have the most amazing journey of our lives. Coming up in episode six, Follow My Instincts, we will see how past life experiences can bring a sense of peace and contentment in this lifetime. 
In Follow My Instincts, we will take a look at two past life regressions where the participants discovered what was missing in their lives today and how they began a search to find it. Join me, Rev. Janice Chrysler, as together we discover life is a journey, detours included.